Welcome to another episode of the Creative on Purpose broadcast, conversations about finding fulfillment through more meaningful work. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Creative on Purpose, available on Amazon, or visit BeCreativeOnPurpose.com to get started with free chapters. Let's meet today's guest. Helena Escalante, welcome to the broadcast. Please introduce yourself and share a project you're currently working on or excited about. Hey, Scott. Thank you so much for having me here. It really is a joy and it's a privilege. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. Well, uh, as you mentioned, my name is Helena Escalante and a project that I'm working on and that I've got I'm super excited about is my blog, which is called Entre Gurus. And the reason why it's called that is because I share one idea every day from the books of the top entrepreneurship gurus that you can read in under five minutes because we're all very busy. So that way, it's a little bit of goodness delivered to your inbox every day, every day, every day, so that you can make the most out of them. And it is spelled E-N-T-R-E-G-U-R-U-S.com. Entre Gurus. Again, it's a blend of entrepreneurship and gurus. And the Facebook uh, handle is also Entre Gurus, as well as a Twitter one. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about the genesis of your project. So just in the in the interest of full disclosure, Helena is a fellow Alt-MBA alumni. Which session are you a, a alumni Eight. of? Eight. Okay, very good. So just a few sessions after me, I was a sixer. And um, Elena and I have communicated through the Alt-MBA alumni channels. She is doing amazing work. She's a superstar. She got to sit at the left side of Seth Godin in a Facebook Live broadcast from his studio. Um, but tell us a little bit about where Entree Gurus, uh, what, what was the genesis? What's the motivation? What's the intention? And what's the aspiration of this project of yours? And you're so kind. Thank you for those words. They really mean a lot to me. Well, the let me backtrack a little bit. And for the longest time, I have been an avid reader. If I may, I'd love to share the story because that is really the true genesis of it. Years ago, when I decided to start my business, I found out that I was very good at what I was doing but I was not really good at running a business per se. So I needed a lot of help and I needed help fast. And I went around and found some fantastic mentors in real life, human mentors, and they were awesome, but obviously they could not give me all of their time. And sometimes I just needed some very specific information. And I started going to classes or reading books. And that's how my love for business books specifically was born. So I became a bookworm and I had my nose on every single book I could. And slowly but surely, my business started getting better. And I was also slowly but surely sharing that information with my community and with other like-minded entrepreneurs. And because of that, they started saying, oh, this is valuable information. Oh, I like this. Long story short, they said, why don't you go ahead and share what you read? But I thought we're all busy. So I have to do it in a way that it, that it is helpful, not that it's a burden. And throughout many, many, many iterations, it finally ended up being what it is today, which is, again, one idea 
from a specific business book that you can read in under five minutes. And by the way, today's idea was yours from your fantastic book, Creative on Purpose. Oh, you're very kind. Well, it's and so was this a program that did grow out of the Alt MBA experience or was it something you were working on before and, and cultivated through that experience? Well, I would say the seed was planted before, but it was germinating or it was in process figuring out how to make it happen. And it was through Alt-MBA that I was able to find my voice and finally give life to this project. Fantastic. Well, and many of us, this this project came about um, by putting it, putting myself through the crucible mm-hmm. of the Alt-MBA experience and then later um, in, in the marketing seminar, uh, both Seth Godin programs that are deeply impactful and, and strongly recommended. So I, there's a couple threads I want to pull here because it's, I like you. In fact, I just sent out uh, an email to my list on Monday about learning, about how important a posture of curiosity and leaning into challenge is for people like us who are trying to do work that matters and trying to make a difference in people's lives and a difference in the world. And we have access to so much information and so many great uh, you could call them mentors or heroes or fellow travelers. I mean, there's also there's an array of of different people to learn from and to read and to connect with. And uh, but at the same time, one of the things that I see, I, I've seen it in Alt MBA, I've seen it in the marketing seminar, and I see it in people like us that that do aspire to do more work that matters and to make more of a difference, but they get lost in the learning. They get lost in the books. They, they become perpetual students of the craft instead of actually launching a project or doing work or, in, or seeking out and engaging with an audience. One of the things I love about your project is it, is it allows people to get a nibble at some insight and some learning and without having to do the deep dive of spending a, a, a week or several days with, with a book. Um, do you want to speak to just that idea about what's, where is the line between uh, learning and cultivating your craft and developing your project and just getting out in the world, shipping and doing the work that, that you seek to do? Absolutely. Well, you hit the nail on the head at, at several points right there. I think as adults, we learn by doing and we need to get actionable, practicable bits of information to act upon them. And that realization was brought upon through many of the programs that I do outside Entre Gurus. I put together programs for the New York Public Library, specifically for the business and the entrepreneurship community. And based on that and based on their feedback is that I realized that little bits of information that you can, again, act upon whether it's that very day or the next week or just whenever you have the time is very important. It's also, in a sense, the just-in-time delivery of that information that helps as well. And with that in mind is that I created, again, Entry Gurus, which gives you that little kernel of information taken from a book, hopefully will, and it hopefully will inspire and give you some sort of aha moment, right? That eureka moment. Yes, I've got it. But also at the end, I have two types of actions. One action that you can take on that very day. And then if you like it enough, 
you can continue in the future. So it's the idea followed by two actions that hopefully will resonate with some people. And yeah. also going back to what you mentioned about spending the time reading books, because we not always have that time, but also we not always know what's inside the book that is going to help. That's the idea behind Entre Gurus. You get an array of different business books and ideas that come from them so that you can determine, oh, this is a great book and I definitely need it now, or this is great, but I don't think I need it now or don't need it yet. I may go with another one. I love that uh, that idea of, I, I was writing down before you came to that point about how important it is to glean an insight from something and then test it yourself in, in the world, test it in your project, test it with your audience. Um, and obviously that's a, that's a big part of, of my uh, project in my book is I share concepts and tools and ideas, but then there are exercises where you're implored to immediately start putting that into action. Um, at the end of this broadcast, we always wrap up with the Epictetus quote, uh, that learning that does not lead to action is useless, and so it's it's great if you you know want to be the guru on the mountaintop with your arms crossed in the lotus position, thinking your big thoughts and and uh, cultivating your big knowledge. But if it's not directly engaging with an audience and not out there in the world, it's not doing a whole lot of good uh, for for other people. Um, so and. I like. I'd like to also. I touched on this just a minute ago, but I'd I'd love to touch on it um, a little bit more with you because, like you, I've got to spend some time actually sitting in a room with our. Uh, we could call him mentor or hero or or friend at this point, Seth Godin, and having a conversation about our work with him. And of course, that's um, immensely, uh, profoundly helpful because Seth is so generous with his insights and, and his, his encouragement. Um, he certainly inspires us, um, but he speaks to this. And I think it's, it's, it's an important point um, that a lot of times in the entrepreneurial space, we're encouraged, go get yourself a mentor, you know, find somebody that you can cleave yourself to and follow around and, and, um, you know, learn the, learn the way it's done by watching somebody that's, that's doing it. Um, again, that kind of speaks a little bit to the, to the idea of hiding, because if, if we're con continually putting ourselves in the role of student to somebody, then we're less inclined to actually get involved in doing the work. And Seth talks about how it's better to have heroes. And it just happens that sometimes the people that are heroes also become people that we get to connect with. But, uh, any, any, insights or any thoughts on the difference and or the desirability of seeking out heroes, mentors, teachers, fellow travelers, examples? Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes is by T. Harv Ecker, and it goes like this, every master was once a disaster. So, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and we all seem to have our goals. We know the places we want to go but we just don't necessarily know how to get there, right? And I think the idea of having, again, a teacher or a mentor is fantastic, but we tend to find them, again, in real life, and sometimes we cling on to them too much, which is what you were talking about. But let's not forget that we can also find, quote-unquote, mentors in 
books, in fellow friends, in, in a movie. There may be a line or there may be a message that strikes you as such. And there may be uh, little mentors or little pieces of inspiration that come to you, but they are all very valid because it's through those eureka moments that you piece together the information as to where you want to go. And that's how you get those bits of, let's say, the jigsaw puzzle to put your route together towards your goal. As per constantly learning, I think it's very important to to be a lifelong learner and to love learning, but also to act because otherwise then you will be, again, with your nose in a book for the rest of your life, but you'll never be able to act. And I agree with you that with what Seth says that if you just do that, you're hiding. And what we need is your gift. So give yourself the opportunity and let yourself leap and try it out. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Try it out and go for it. The worst that can happen is that you stay the way you're at right now, right? Otherwise, you have tried and that will take you to somewhat of a fork on the road. Yes, you want to continue and go this way or you tried it and it was not what you wanted. So you'll go back and then try something else. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think, well, I, 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 at my stage in life, I've come to realize that life is is uh, really made up of finding all the things that you don't want to repeat. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's an, a, another famous uh, quote that kind of piggybacks on the one I shared by Epictetus about um, learning that the, does not lead to action is useless. And that is what ought to be done must be learned by one who, from one who does it. And to your point, in addition to learning from people that are doing the work that we seek to do or our inspirations or models, we can equally learn from what you said was every master was once a disaster. That I think there's a Bismarck quote that is something along the lines of um, some people would like to learn from their experience, but I find it helpful to learn from the experiences of others or the mistakes of others that we can, that we can, uh, you know, and in, for instance, in the jazz world, it was, uh, there was a period of time when everybody thought they had to be a her heroin junkie to be a great jazz musician because Charlie Parker and Chet Baker and all these great artists happened to be afflicted with this, you know, awful uh, disease of addiction that really was inhibiting their greatness. They became great players and, uh, and pioneers despite these things. Um, but uh, instead of recognizing the mistakes that they're making and not repeating them. for a period of time there were a lot of people that were just trying to uh, model their behavior in order to become more like them and it's uh just it's it, it, i would just encourage people to don't try to be a cover band in your life but try to be uniquely yourself doing your own thing even if it's in a, a similar domain to other people another thing that you've you've highlighted for us here that i want to pull out a little bit that we both learned through the Alta MBA experience is this idea of how working with other people and forming teams uh, enables us to enhance and elevate our work so much faster than the traditional route of specifically solopreneurs, but a lot of us are 
lonely creatives or professionals in one way, shape, or form, just kind of slogging it out on our own, always hiring the cheapest labor possible, which is, of course, ourself, always working for the worst boss imaginable, which is ourself. Um, and so speak a little bit, because you mentioned this towards the beginning of our conversation, just this idea of seeking out others that you can not just learn from, but work with and uh, share your, your work with, share your successes and challenges so that you can improve your craft. Oh, of course. That is super important. But, but let me just park right park that right there for a second and just go back quickly to one of the points that you were trying to make about uh, about learning from the mistakes of others, which is so important because there is there is this one quote on for the life of mine, I can't remember who said it, but that there's not enough time to make all of those mistakes. So because of that, you have to learn from the mistakes of others. But the, the important thing is to assimilate those learnings, not to dwell on the mistake, because then that'll weigh heavily on you. And one of the important things that I've, that I've learned, which, which was enormously uplifting was to give up hope of a better past. Because when you're clinging on to mistakes or to, I could have done this better, it just weighs on you. It doesn't allow you to move forward. If you just leave it where it's at, forgive yourself and really learn what it is to learn and move forward with it, with the gratitude that comes from now learning what you know, then you can definitely push towards whatever you want to do. And then going back to uh, what you were saying about learning from all of these different people, I think it's very important to differentiate how, what has made them be what they are, plus the things that in spite of, they made them succeed. You know what I mean? So follow, and sometimes it's hard to differentiate because sometimes they may be so intertwined that it may not be a clear path. But as an outsider, it's your job definitely to follow along the steps of the people that have been there, those that have climbed the mountain that you want to climb because they are the ones that can help you. But also, it is also your responsibility to take care of yourself and do it in a way that suits you and that, and that works for you according to your circumstances. Awesome. Okay. So we're, we're, we've got about 10 minutes left and um, oh my God, I I, I've got, I've got about an hour. Day. Yeah. I got a, I got an hour just in the three things I wrote down. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go backwards. Sure. First is what you said about taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I just got off a call before we jumped on with uh, the coaches, coaches and uh, the, uh, com- uh, the student um, helpers in the marketing seminar and was speaking to this point of taking care of your primary asset. We need you. We need you at your best. In order for you to be at your best, you must always put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you turn and deliver it to the person to your left or right. Taking care of your primary asset means taking care of yourself so that you can be in service of other people and do so at your best with empathy, with the correct intent and, and obviously ethically. You also mentioned gratitude, which I think um, this is a lesson I've learned uh, profoundly through my wife who has been had a gratitude practice for much longer than I. Um, But just this idea that 
gratitude allows us to persevere and and continue even when things are really when we're really in the SHIT, right? When things are really tough and we can still say, I am grateful to be here. That yeah. I still woke up. I still had the ability to um, to to en- employ myself and connect and attempt to you know dig myself out of this mess. I love just I find myself more and more often when I list my gratitudes in the morning, they're always very simple things, but more and more I'm in, I'm expressing gratitude for the challenges and the obstacles and the misfortunes that I'm experiencing because I know it's making me stronger. I know it's helping me to develop my my character and uh, all the, the really important things like um, the ability to persevere. Finally, attachment. You mentioned attachment. This was a, a central um, component of my last conversation with Seth here on this broadcast. Attaching yourself to, uh, and when I say attach, I mean cleaving yourself like death grip attachment to a specific result or outcome is always going to lead to suffering because we can almost be guaranteed to never get exactly what we think we need when we first conceive of an idea or first to start moving towards the goal on the horizon. Experience, circumstance, situations, people, all those things will, will put, will, uh, will, will become a part of the, the process. And we have to be mindful and present and in the moments that we are doing the work and realizing that sometimes it means we have to iterate, that we might have to revise, we might have to pivot, tact, ignore some costs and do something else. I mean, there's all these opportunities in the moment to set an even more important uh, or more impactful aspiration. So you you kind of touched on all those things, or at least for me. Um, so with our last five minutes here, Elena, I just want, you can speak to any or all three of those uh, ideas, attachment, uh, gratitude, and taking care of yourself. Well, I think I'll go super fast over two, two of those points. The first one is that sometimes, again, we cling onto a specific result. And I don't know if you've read the book Finish by John Aker. It's a fantastic book, highly, highly recommended. Because we sometimes tend to start, but we don't tend to finish because we cling on some sort of secret aspiration. And he tells the story of him being a writer and he wanted to write a book for his children. But in his mind, he thought that he needed to write the book and illustrate it. And therefore he didn't do it. And he says, my crazy idea, when I am not an illustrator, but I so wanted to do it, prevented my children from having such a blessing, which would have been a book that their dad wrote for them. So don't cling on to something, just do what you can start with what you've got and where you are and move forward because that is the blessing that we need. We need you right there where you are as you are with the gifts that you can bring us right then and there. That doesn't mean don't stop improving by all means, please do. But right now, what you are, you are whole, you are beautiful, and we want you as you are. That's the first thing that I will say. And the second one is when you talk about, uh, again, just being grateful for, for the challenges, for the things that don't go well, it's, it's one of those very hard things at the moment, and I've tried. And one of the books that I read at some point in the past said, 
what would happen? Because sometimes, how many times really do we say, I can't believe that I'm going through this. Oh my God. Yes. At some point in the future, I will laugh about this. So what happens if you can, in your mind, speed up that future and bring the future now? What's preventing you from laughing at it now? What needs to happen between now and then for you to start laughing? And that, whatever that is, will be able to shorten your path between now and then so that you can see this for, again, the challenge that it is, but the ultimate lesson that you derive for which you will be grateful. Yeah. So it's, I think the, the, you're speaking to this idea of the infinite game. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. It's not a race. And so the point of any endeavor, if you're looking at it from the point of view of an infinite game is to be able to keep playing the game, to keep on the journey, to keep on the path. And this speaks to what you're saying uh, uh, about being enough. I mean, we trust I trust that everybody that is out there trying to do good in the world is already enough. Um, And I also trust that people like us are never satisfied. Enough is never enough. And that we are always seeking to improve ourselves and to improve our ability to enhance and elevate those around us. So um, you're, you're good enough to get started and we trust that you're going to, to improve along the way. Well, Elena Escalante, it's, it's so great to have this, uh, finally an extended conversation. Um, and I really, really appreciate, uh, the great work that you're doing. And if you would please just one more time, where can our viewers and the people watching and replay seek you out online? Where do you live and where can people connect with you? Sure. I live online at entregurus.com, E-N-T-R-E. G-U-R-U-S.com. Now, if I may take just one minute, because I love creative on purpose, and I love your community. And of course, I love books, right? So what a better combination than giving away some books to the creative on purpose community. So I've got these two books from Austin Kleon, which I think are fantastic. Steal Like an Artist and Show Your Work. And I would love to give them away to let's say number 10, because in my book, Creative on Purpose is a 10. So if you go to entregurus.com forward slash creative on purpose, you will see in there what uh, what you need to do. All I'm asking is for you, if you like entregurus to join us, to receive one idea every day. And if you could give me a little bit of feedback, because precisely it's about improving what I have. I want to make this of value to all of you. So if you give me your feedback about this uh, and you are number 10 on the list of people, you will definitely get this. If not, I will be most grateful for it. And I will anyway, send you a postcard filled with thanks. Yes. And I've been on the receiving end of, uh, of, uh, Elena Escalante. Thank you notes. I keep Yay. it here with a little collection of thank you notes I've collected over the last year since graduating from, uh, from, Alt MBA. And uh, so it, it worth the price of admission just to get a handwritten note. From <laughs> Elena, I promise. Elena, you're doing such fantastic work. We really Thank appreciate you. you coming here and sharing some of your insights and tips for, for this audience and for sharing your, your great work. Thanks everybody for tuning in. If you're still with us, we really appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with Elena Escalante at her website, entregurus.com. And it's always good to hear from you, of course, at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com. Now, remember those words of Epictetus, Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless, 
So go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters. Alina Escalante, thank you so much for your generosity and being here and for all the great work that you do. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're still with us, we really appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with our guests wherever they live online. And it's always good to hear from you at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com. Now, remember the words of Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless. So go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters.